0: Life Audio. What's up, listeners? Ted Cluck here, co-host of the Cluck Podcast, and I'm here to talk to you about a brand that I absolutely love, a brand that I've been in a relationship with for a long time, and a brand that the CluckCast is now in a relationship with, and it's the Dwell Bible app. Uh, I've had the Dwell app on my phone for years now. I love it. The way the Dwell Bible app works is that they will read the Bible to you out loud. Any passage, any plan, any voice style. uh, Lots of different voices to choose from. Lots of different plans to choose from. I love the I'm feeling playlists. Uh, When I get glum, when I get anxious, when I get angry, when I feel guilty, uh, I'll hit up those playlists, collections of passages from the Bible that speak to that thing. Again, it's the Dwell Bible app, and if you go to DwellApp.io/cluck, DwellApp.io/kluck, you can get some special offers only for Cluckcast listeners. Uh, you can get 10% off a Dwell yearly subscription, or 30% off Dwell lifetime. Dwell lifetime gives you lifetime access to the app with a one-time purchase, uh, so you get all the updates, all the new playlists, all the new voices. Um, access to the Bible 24 7. Listen to it in the car. I listen to it in the shower. Uh, it's a good way to start my day. Um, whether you're driving, whether you're showering, working out, uh, the Dwell app is a great way to get some Bible into your life. Visit dwellapp.io slash cluck.
1: Good morning. Good afternoon. And good evening. You're listening to Cluck, the podcast where Ted Cluck and Josh Loftus talk about the things that make them happy. Because we can. Let's do it. Ted, what's going on, my man?
0: Man, not much. I'm back home, back in the home studio. Uh, Got some travel behind me. I was gone for like two and a half weeks. You were? Um, Yeah. yeah, Just cut the grass. Like in Tennessee, I don't know how it is in Washington, but stuff just grows like rampantly down here. Like everything Mm -hmm. grows like a weed. And I had my property all kind of like... Buttoned up and mowed, and then I got back and it looked like no one had ever lived here. Like if I, yeah. if I was gone another week, like the nature would have completely taken over that's my right. house. I think you it's wouldn't have insane. been
1: able to get in your front door. <laughs>
0: yeah, I would have had to like hack through a, a bunch of vegetation to get to my front door. So that's Tennessee. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's good or bad, but it it is what it is.
1: You know, I mean, in Washington, we just have weed.
0: Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. So, that,
1: so that's that. That's just kind of our thing, you know. Dude, so and, Michigan and it does grow, yeah.
0: Michigan now is in the weed business, and Are I they? used to. You guys yeah, finally made it. Well, I used to live in Michigan. I lived there for fifteen years, and there were rumblings of that throughout. Mm-hmm. But now it's like a thing. There's there's like a dispensary on every street corner. It's kind of depressing and weird. But you uh, know,
1: so confession, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, if I if I wasn't a believer, yeah. I would 100% get in the weed business. Interesting. Yeah, talk it about is, that. It is so
0: lucrative. Oh, I'm sure it is, yeah. dude. So,
1: so where I grew up, again, uh, you know, Washington split up into into basically two states, right? Mm-hmm. All of the dispensaries and everything are on Western Washington. Sure, but all of the farms are going up in Eastern. Oh, interesting. They've got, they've got yeah. all of the all of the uh, all, all the, the, the land good land for there, agriculture. Yeah, and I'm hearing I'm hearing what these farmers are making. Mm. like parent tearing out their cornfields and replacing it with weed wow it is insane dude that's wild and depressing it's you yeah know. it's both you yeah. know you know yeah so that that actually begs an interesting question Ted sure. if, if you weren't if you weren't a believer and you weren't like bound to conscience yeah what would you do
0: oh that's fascinating uh, you know it probably wouldn't look a whole lot different than what I'm doing now. I mean, I assume I would still be writing. Um, I may have tried the whole, like... You know, I I probably wouldn't have had a family at a young age. You know what I'm saying? I mean, just candidly, I I would have been making bad choices that would have, you know, probably led me away from that and kept me single for longer. And I don't know, I might have moved out to L.A. and tried to do this screenplay thing. And I would have taken you know, jobs on like trash movies and I don't know. I mean, it might've been, you know, interesting on paper, right? By the world's economy, it might've been interesting. Maybe I would've stayed doing stuff for ESPN and tried to see where I could've taken that. But uh, I don't know, you know, and, and, you know, I always watch like the first hour of Goodfellas or I watch The Godfather and I think, oh, I'd be a gangster, I'd be a, you know, whatever. I wear a suit, you know, whack people, whatever. But I mean, at the end of the day, I don't, I don't know, um... Yeah, it's strange. I I feel like 10 or 15 years ago I would have a much better question like a much better answer to this question. Um, yeah, sure. I don't think I'd want to be in the weed business because even even if I was a non-believer I think that whole enterprise would strike me as very depressing at a very deep level. You know, okay. because you're right. you're you're getting someone addicted to something that isn't ultimately going to be the answer for them. Uh, and in fact, is going to make their life worse. Like sure. uh, even even a hardened non-believer. Well, that's where the
1: whole like void of conscience part comes. Well, yeah, in, void I, of that con- I me- that I mentioned. <laughs> Dude, void
0: of conscience. My goodness. Yeah, I I would shudder to think what I could get into void of conscience. But uh, I don't know. It wouldn't be good, man. I'm sure it wouldn't be good.
1: Yeah, yeah. That that's always interesting. I've always yeah. wondered. Like, okay, if I didn't, if I hadn't. Gone the path that I did Mm -hmm. and you know, sowed the seeds that I did, I wonder where I would be. Yeah, you know, I mean, and it's an interesting concept because I think, I think a lot of people kind of get into trouble with it because they it might for them turn into kind of like wishful thinking or you know, obviously being being discontent with where you're at, sure. But, but it's a it's an honest question that I think about and I just think like, wow, like if. I look at all of the choices that I made you know, when I was young. Yeah. that kind of led me to where I am now. If I had made different choices, what would be different? Yeah, I'm sure some things would yeah. be better. I'm sure some things would be worse. You yeah.
0: Know? I mean, I, I think one outcome for me would be I would still be a professor of writing. I would just be doing it at a bigger state school and making a little bit more money, but being a lot more insufferable, right? I would probably be... <laughs> You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 I'd probably yeah, yeah, be yeah, yeah. smug and insufferably woke and just yeah. like standard English professor at a big school. Right, um, right. So right. I don't know, that'd be bad. I, I think one outcome could have been, I would have just sort of fallen headlong into football and kind of become the coach who moves every two years and is mercenary sure. and takes increasingly more impressive jobs. And I don't know, a couple divorces later, you're living your dream, but um, or what you thought was your dream. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know, man. It's a, it's a really interesting question.
1: Yeah, that that, that begs an even deeper question. What sure. would insufferable te- English English Ted look like? Oh man, I don't know. What like is that like like because you've got your aesthetic now, right? Yeah, and, and, yeah. And you you you've got the things that you like. Yeah. But but you think okay, you know, you crank that up to eleven. <laughs> insufferable English professor Ted. Like, what yeah. is he wearing? What is he driving? What is he like? Where is he yeah. going out to eat?
0: I mean. Honestly, there are probably people that think I'm insufferable now, and they wouldn't necessarily be wrong. But uh, uh, here's the weird thing about it, Josh, and not to get political because we know how bad that can go. But like, I think if I didn't know the Lord, Mm -hmm. I would still probably have like conservative sensibilities economically.
1: Um, But if
0: you're going to have the like English job at the big school, you've got to like do the, the liberal sort of Song and dance, so yeah. I don't know i I don't know if I would have it in me to be like insufferably woke and and that guy. Sure, I, yeah. I may not be all that different than what I am now. Hey, you know, I
1: mean, and that's not a bad thing. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's fine.
0: Yeah, I would I would yeah. be, you know, making worse decisions in a lot of moral areas of my life. I'm sure, and yeah, but you know, as far as insufferability and as far as kind of like flamboyance. In a yeah. in a heterosexual way. Like <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of redlining as it is, man. Like it's only in a my wife.
1: Heterosexual way. <laughs>
0: like it's only KK's sensibilities that keep me from like I don't know, buying a nineteen eighty three, like, Porsche nine forty four and like driving that to school. You know what I mean? Like I would yeah, be that yeah, guy. Yeah. Right. Um and right. I probably I mean, maybe in a year or two, I will be that guy just because <laughs> just because I'm bored. You know what I mean? Like, sure. Life sure. gets really boring, man. And yeah. uh, sometimes I need to move the needle for myself in ways that are not morally uh, sort of bad, but are maybe sometimes unwise,
1: you know? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I hear that. Like, hear is that. a late
0: model Porsche the wisest purchase? Well, no, it isn't because it's expensive no. to, to keep up and all that. But it's not – I don't think it's morally – Sort of problematic, you know what no, I mean? No,
1: no, 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 yeah. no. Of course not. I, I think, I think, I think when you have to get the oil changed, it would feel morally problematic. I think it probably would, but, yeah. But, yeah. but, but yeah. But a late model Porsche or something to the equivalent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think there's a moral thing attached to it. I just think that it's yeah. something that you you look at and you're like, okay, you know, for <laughs> I'm in this stage of life now. I'm really, really bored. I want a Porsche. Yeah, you know. Yeah, now again, sure. that's pretty grandiose because I'll even if I want, yeah, even if I wanted that, I'm yeah. not. I'm not affording a Porsche, right? So yeah. you bring it down a level. and like, well, okay, maybe I'll get, uh, maybe i get a new pair of tennis shoes. There you go. Or for you, it's a gold chain.
0: Yeah. Right. Exactly. Right. <laughs> see, yeah.
1: But but see, that's where it starts. Right? Dude, I got a new
0: chain on vacation. I've have, I've have Did updates. you really? Yeah. Yeah. Is, it, is, it, is this chad gold chain? One? Updates. Yeah. It's it's uh it's a little bit different. So I took my nephew antiquing. My nephew Jake. He's nine yeah. years old. Okay. And uh, we were in Holland, Michigan, which Holland, Michigan, in and of itself, is probably a whole episode. A lot of, a lot of like old Dutch money over there, and uh, okay. but kind of like right. some. You got old Dutch people who are rich, but then you have like their kids and grandkids who are the hipsters opening like you know balsamic vinegar uh, bars and, and yes. the like. So you've kind of still both. waiting for that to open. Yeah. Yeah, you got both in, ends of the spectrum there. But uh but the antiquing in Holland is um is elite, it's high ends. Uh I took my my nephew Jake antiquing. We came out of there with matching Chad chains and uh he was pretty stoked. Wow. I was pretty stoked. It was a good it was a good day at the antique store to say the least.
1: Okay. All right. So before we get into that, I got a little piece of trivia for you. And then Go. I want to hear about what a what a Chad chain is because yeah. I think I know, but and yeah. I'm also really I tickled that you found it in an antique store of oh, all yeah. places. Oh like, yeah.
0: They were running a, a nice special. It was uh, <laughs> a nice two, special. Yeah. Two
1: chads for the price of what?
0: Dude, it was. It was any like you could get a chain and a ring or you could get ch- two chains for ten bucks. No and, way. Um, yeah, we we he he's into chains. I'm into chains because apparently I have the sensibilities of a nine year old and we were we were delighted.
1: Oh, hey, it's a small things, though, Ted. It is. Right? It Absolutely. is the small things. Yeah. Well, Ted, did you know that a study, again, it's just a study. It's yeah. not, we don't know what study. We don't know yeah. who put the study on, but it's a study. Yeah. A study found that only half of your friends would consider you their friend. Oh, interesting. Isn't that interesting? I don't know if I believe that.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't know. So, say it again. Only half of your
1: friends. Only half of your friends would consider you their friend. Oh, interesting. See, I... I think it depends on the personality type because I in order to be too. friends with me, yeah, like actually friends with me, yeah, you kind of have to be all in. And it's not that I'm difficult; it's just, yeah, like if if we're gonna be friends, like, yeah. l- l- let's do it. And Dude, if you're not, a little, you're
0: a little needy. You're asking for that birthday party, and <laughs> yeah. you know, like, oh gosh, I mean, they got They got to deliver. But um, yeah, I would say for my real friends, like my tier ones, yeah. they would they would all say that they're my friend. Um, yeah, I'm, sure. I feel pretty confident in that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I mean, I, I maybe know, I, don't
0: I don't know, man. Let's let's think about this for thirty seconds. Like, okay. KK and I talk about this often. Like, in in this this actually harkens back to your original "What if we weren't Christians?" question, right? Okay. So yeah. if you're not a Christian and you don't have the like kind of social mooring of the church, like really, for all intents and purposes, our social life revolves around church people, at least here locally, like people that we worship with and enjoy and, and all that. Like, are you like you're meeting friends at work? I guess you're doing like trivia at the bar on Tuesday nights. Like, Oh, I hope I hit it off with these people. You know, like I've always been curious about the non church friend making paradigm. You know what I mean?
1: It sounds depressing to me.
0: It does to me as well.
1: Because I, I've tried, I've tried to make friends at work. Mm-hmm. Or or outside of the context of of church, mm-hmm. and it, it rarely happens. Yeah, you know, and even the even the the friends that I have that don't go to my church, probably nine times out of ten we became friends with it. It, it, it revolved somewhere or something around church. Yeah, sure. Right, even though we're we're not going to the same one. Right. The fact that the thought of having to try to make those close friendships again without without church, it just I don't I don't even know really where I'd begin.
0: Yeah. It'd be interesting. Like you're I I would say this is not a flex, but you know, based on forty six years of data, I think I make friends pretty easily. So I've gotta think between coaching and playing semi pro football and work, I would make some friends, but like I don't know. Am I hanging out with work friends? Am I like having them over? Yeah. You know, yeah. maybe yeah. not.
1: Um, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't I, think like, so either. I, I, don't, I don't. I don't. I've never. I've never had a secular job. Yeah. That I was. That I. That I thought. Oh, I could like these could be lifelong friends. Yeah. You know, I mean it's and it's not that you're unpleasant while you're at work. Like you like yeah. you have you have your work friends, but it, it stays in that context. Yeah. It's not like we're gonna, you know, go get drinks after work or something like that. You know? Yeah, Which yeah. is I just feel like what people do yeah. which maybe here's a thought, does that just result in a lot of superficial friendships and not having any that are actually deep and true? Yeah, I mean probably. And
0: in, in I mean deep and true. I don't know. This is going to be a bit of a controversial statement, but I... Let's go. I think deep and true <laughs> might be the distinct purview of the Christian friendship. You know what I mean? I, because uh, if, I'm, yeah. if I'm making friends in a completely worldly context, then the friendships are driven... They're driven by shared affinities. They're driven by, you know, we like the same music or we like the same sports team or whatever... Mm-hmm. But theoretically and in practice, like a a friendship that's built on the foundation of Christ and our shared salvation and gratefulness for that, etc. And accountability in some cases, right? So if I'm sharing the deep things of life with people who are my friends, that's going to look a lot different because I'm not doing that with like the random dude from work, you know?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah no, no, I, I would 100% agree with that. I think mm-hmm. I was, I was, I had the the pleasure of preaching the last two weeks, and I was in First John at a mm-hmm. church up here up north. Yeah, and we were talking about the concept of God being love, and how yeah. you know abiding in God's love is a proof of our salvation. Right? Yeah. Is that we show love with one another. Yeah, and I use the example of saying, look, look, God's love is like a mirror. And mm-hmm. Christians are really the only ones that are able to reflect it the way that it was designed to. Yeah, I like because that. We ha- because we have the picture, right? Right. Unbelievers, I believe they can love, but yeah. it's if the mirror for them is broken and they're only able to pick up little shards yeah. and reflect only what the little shards allow them to. Yeah. Because they don't have the link to the gospel, to Christ, right? Yeah. And I think it's the same thing with friendship, honestly. I like, Yeah. I think true, like the truest of friendships... Mm-hmm are rooted in the gospel, yeah. right? They're yeah. rooted in something that's outside of us, right? It doesn't mm-hmm. mean you can't have other friendships, but at the end of the day, they're going to be rooted in something that, that, that isn't eternal. Yeah, right. that's right. And so, yeah. so you can only get so deep. So I think yeah. I, I would 100 yeah, I don't, it might be controversial, but I just think it's true. It, yeah. it's, I really think that Christians have, if you want to use the, the term, kind of have the monopoly on love and friendship because we're the only ones that really can.
0: Yeah, so it's it's something that I'm really thankful for. It's Absolutely. something that I want to continue cultivating and trying to be good at and trying to be better at as I get older mm-hmm. because I do see and know of Christians kind of in the landscape, and maybe this is born of like the mid-2000s emergent church kind of I like Jesus but not Christian sort of movement. I sure. do from time to time encounter believers who were, kind of like I'm too cool for the church or I don't have friends at church or Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. whatever. And I, I don't know. I, I I feel sad about that actually. Uh, Like I wish they could, I experience the joy that I would be experiencing in Christian friendships. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, no, I absolutely, I think it depends on the church too. Mm -hmm. And the individual, like if you're grown up, if you, if you're, if you're taught in the church that uh, one, that it's optional, yeah. Right. And again, like, n- not to get political because we know, yeah. but, like you said, that's dangerous. But yeah. But we just got out of two years of of uh, so many churches making gathering optional.
0: Sure. Yeah. You, you know
1: what I'm saying? And that has an effect.
0: It does, dude. Yeah. And, and if that's a temptation for people anyway, and then, quote unquote, the church like sanctions that for two years. Yeah. that strikes a pretty massive blow, you know, and obviously yeah. like it's nothing that the Lord can't overcome. So, of course. I mean, we, we view it through that lens, but, um, but yeah, you're right. Like, I think the, the tendency to isolate and look, we even called it isolating, right? And there were right. commercials right. and ad campaigns and PR movements about isolating. Like it was the, yeah. it was one of the more fascinating PR moments in the history of humankind, actually. But, uh, yeah. you know,
1: Well, I mean, there's a reason that like that solitary is a punishment in jail. Yeah, that's right. right? It's because we're not we're not designed to live alone. Yeah. Right. right. And and we've seen what happens, we continue to see what happens when people isolate themselves from the church. Right. And it's just it's not good. Yeah. Just it it breeds nothing good. Because then you're just setting basically yourself up on an island. Saying that you don't need the accountability, you right. don't need the encouragement, you don't mm-hmm. need you don't need the the relationships, the friendships there that are supposed that are one of the main things that God uses to keep you keep you going the way you need to go. Yeah, right. That's right. Um, and then you're just left to basically, you know, what is it? The end of end of Judges? Just everyone doing what they think is right. Oh you know? man! And,
0: yeah, grim. Yeah it it's is grim, grim. It yeah, is grim Like very, you very need grim.
1: You need friends That you can go Antiquing with And get yeah. Chad Chains
0: Okay so it's grim okay. But it's it's also like And I realize You're trying to Transition into the Chad Chain And no, I, no, I, keep I just going. stepped on it
1: I, I love that you literally you pulled the e-brake and you're like, I ain't done. Hold no, down. I know I exactly what you're point. trying to do. Yeah, but yeah. Um, And I do like it and I want to hey, get there. I want props for the excellent transition, even though it didn't happen. No, no. Yeah. Props
0: for the excellent radio transition there for sure. But like, so the end of Judges, yeah, which yeah. we view as grim, right? right. Like yeah. you say those words and my immediately response is like, oh, that's grim. That's sad. That's depressing. Right. That would be like the enlightenment kind of dream for the world.
1: Oh 100%. Everybody yeah, yeah.
0: doing what he pleases and and like a yeah. a worldly read on that would be hey that sounds great. That sounds that sounds like the sexual revolution on paper or that sounds like you know fill in whatever your kind of uh, hopeful worldview would be on paper but uh, but we view it as as grim because we know the human heart, right?
1: Right. Well yeah, yeah 100%. And it's it's something like just because we're Christians doesn't mean that we we like don't have to look out for that anymore. Yeah, that's right. Right. That's right. Is right. like I'm yeah. constantly having to look at my life and, and evaluate what is pulling me what is pulling me in a direction that isn't and, it, and <laughs> what what it usually is is it's pulling me in, in a direction that's easy. Yeah,
0: hundred percent. That's right. Right? Mm-hmm. And, and
1: and that's that I think is is the the hard thing to learn and something I think a lot of people don't learn yeah. is as, <laughs> Most things that are easy are like aren't the things worth doing. Yeah, you know, yeah. And it's, it's not always like that. Like I find it easy to love my wife. Yeah, because sure. Because my wife is wonderful, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there are some things that I think the Lord come easy. Yeah, right. But it's not it's not easy like it's it's not easy conjuring up a desire to hate to to mm-hmm. love her over myself. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. And it's just it's 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 so interesting how you have these these two dynamics, mm-hmm. the world and in scripture that are yeah. always have always and always will be at odds with each other. Right. And you see just what you're saying. Like everyone does what is right. That's what we want. Give yeah. us that. Yeah. Right? And the Bible right. says, no, you're not your own. Yeah. You're actually, you're no longer slaves to your flesh. You're slaves right. to righteousness. Right. Yeah. You, know, you still have a master that commands you to act in a certain way. It's just that the Lord is the best and greatest master that there is.
0: Indeed. Well said. Yeah. Well said.
1: So, so Chad changed. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I wanna
0: I wanna parse this, please, kind of in the following way. So I was speaking at a camp last week. Um, interestingly, yeah. I was in First John as well. So um, hey, look at us. Yeah, we went we went through the whole book, and um, I have thoughts on that. I actually have like pre a preaching Wait, you question. Went through the whole book. I mean, kind of chronologically, but oh, okay. like chunks of the whole book. How many talks? Um, Ten. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, yeah. two a day.
1: You had, you had your work cut out for you, my man.
0: I did have my work cut out for me. And um, <laughs> so, I'll, I'll say this. Like, this idea of being a Chad, like, I'd heard yeah. that terminology before. Okay. And, but the, the high school students at this camp seemed really, like, kind of interested in, like, ascertaining whether or
1: not I was a Chad. Right. So, like, I would. Oh, can we get a definition of, of what a Chad is first before we continue? Like, yeah, you, I, th- I think. Can you give a working one?
0: Yeah. So, I, I asked them, is being a Chad always negative? And they're like, oh, no, you know, not at all. But a Chad, like, wears a chain, wears a backwards ball cap, like, a little bit on the bro athletic side. Okay. That's a Chad. Right. Okay. Um, you know, athletic shoes, whatever kind of it's it's kind of a look. And I said, why do you think I'm a Chad? And they're like, well, you wear your backward Mariner's cap. You wear a chain like you're kind of broy and athletic like some of these boxes get checked. And um, so that's that's the deal with like the Chad and the Chad chain. And, um,
1: see, I feel like a Chad needs, like, going off of that, though, like, I feel like you're missing the bleach blonde hair and bad tan. Well, yeah.
0: I mean, right. So nobody. Nobody's going to have like all the attributes probably, sure. right? I mean there there may be people that have all the unless attributes. Unless
1: you're the TV show Jersey Shore. Yeah, and unless the, I'm the guy that, from yeah. Jersey Shore, yeah. right? <laughs> like I'm I'm not exhibiting all the attributes. Whose name but, might uh, literally be Chad, I don't know.
0: <laughs> but yeah, let me let me tell you about this chain, dude. Uh,
1: let's hear it. Let's, the do, chain is wait, do
0: you have it? Can I see it? I actually I'm not wearing it right now, oh, which you're is not, crazy. It's bad radio, but chainless. It's a very it's a nice chain and it has a little like quotation on the uh on the pendant. Um, Does it? Oh,
1: it's a pendant chain.
0: Well, yeah, it's a little bit longer than than the the one I was wearing before. Oh um, my goodness, it so a I'm, I'm I'm stacking multiple chains, dude. <laughs> you and, are because I'm going to be Ruben Tishkoff. I'm going to be Elliot Cool, circa oh, Ocean's oh my Eleven. Goodness. Um. So this is are happening. you
1: gonna like? Okay, is this gonna be Ted? The, okay, are you getting to the point to where you can you can have a chain drawer and you open it up and it's just velvet in there with all the chains lying around and you run your hand over all of them and yeah. decide which one you're gonna which one you're gonna wear that morning. I hadn't thought of that, just,
0: but I actually really like that idea. I like that you know, a
1: lot. Like for some people, it's like it's like you know cuffs for yeah. their suit. Cuffs cufflinks chains. Yeah. yeah or no, I would like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I would like for there to be velvet involved. It's got that little like false <laughs> yeah. neck on it where yep. it, like you drape the chains around it. Drape it, it yeah. over? Yeah, yeah. No, I love that, dude. I actually I love that idea. But um here's what the quote says. Oh no. Okay. And there were two of these, and uh and Jake and I got matching ones. The quote is It's better to be completely ridiculous than completely boring. By Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> And I M-M. thought this was so like funny of a quote, but also like funny to have a Marilyn Monroe quote like around our necks. <laughs> we were super pumped. We pulled the trigger on him. Two for five bucks. Two and um, five. now we're now we're loving life. Me and my nephew.
1: Oh, my goodness. You're going to have to you're going to have to snap a picture of it. Dude, I actually send have. OK, I have a send picture. it to me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Send it to me so I can show the Cluck listeners. They're going to want to see your oh, new no bling. Sh-
0: yeah, I don't know. I don't know if Jake wants his picture on the internet, but I'll I'll send this to you right now. Like regardless,
1: okay. Well, it's you a, can just uh, j- uh, uh, like after we're done, snap a picture of the actual pendant. I will. And then, yeah, and then I'll just j- just send that.
0: I'll for sure do that. I'll for sure do that. But cool. I'll send you cool, this cool. now while we're chatting. All right. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it
1: was a good time, man. Um, so you, uh, Ted, I don't know if I knew this. But I think maybe we had this conversation before. I'm not yeah. sure. Are you are you an antiques? I'm a major antiquer, dude. I love antiquing. Really? Yes,
0: I do. In fact, on the same trip, and we're getting deep into the weeds of just crap that I bought at antique stores on this trip, um, we made some major purchases. So um, I was antiquing actually in my hometown, Hartford City, Indiana. Shout out Hartford City. And I found two like beautiful, like black leather, steel, and wood mid century chairs. And okay. they were five bucks a piece, dude. Oh, wow. And I immediately pulled the trigger. Um, we didn't have enough room in the in the car to take them up north, so I put them at my parents' house. I stashed them there. And okay. then we moved some stuff around, and we got them home on the way back through. So I got those. And, dude, my, my, like, Hartford City antiquing Holy Grail for decades has been a Blackford High School football jersey because I think, as I've mentioned on the program, I was the only guy in my like high school class that didn't steal his jersey after the last game because I had like oh. a little tiny shred of integrity, but I've always regretted yeah. that. Like cause I don't have it. I, I really yeah. want, I really want it. And um so over this last two weeks, I was up north by this point. My mom was working out at like the gym in Hartford City, and she ran into one of my old high school football coaches, and she was like she was basically like, hey, Teddy would really love a Blackford jersey. And Coach Knuckles, that's his real name, Knuckles. Knuckles? Dude, and that's he's the amazing. money. He's the coolest guy there's there's ever been.
1: Please tell me he's
0: the linebacker coach. Dude, yeah, he was. He was, was, he was he awesome? like. Yes. Yeah, like D line linebackers when I played. I knew it. Jim Knuckles, Jimmy Knuckles. Jimmy just Knuckles. Just a stud, dude, just a unit. Oh, and um, Coach Knuckles was like, yeah, I've got I've got a couple. Let me run home and grab one for him. So yeah. he grabbed a Blackford jersey circa like they were the types that we wore like my sophomore year and okay. he gave it to my mom. My mom gave it to me. And now it's hanging in my house. I'll send you a picture of that, too. Oh, that's legit. Um, that's yeah. Awesome. So very fun antiquing acquisitions uh, on this last trip. But yeah, I love Good to antique. You. do you antique as well?
1: So I don't. I've never mm-hmm. gotten into it. My my in laws are really big into it. Yeah. But but I here's the thing. Like I for for the longest time I've just thought antiquing was weird and something yeah. that like that old people did. The old people did. Yeah. However, I mm-hmm. will say I don't know if I have. I don't know if I have been like properly antiquing. Sure. Because I've only experienced what I you know what old folks do out here, right? So maybe it has something to do with. Not so much the thing itself, but who I'm doing it with. Yeah, I think that's a big part of it. So So d- if you were to take me antiquing, yeah, where where are we going and what are we looking for?
0: Yeah, all right. So this is this is great. Hang on one second. Dude, you of scored course. some sweet stuff at work today. So Maxim, speaking of antiquing, he has this job. Hey, say how to Loftus. Hey. Say hi to my buddy Loftus. What's up, man? Um yeah, Maxim has this job right now cleaning Union University dorm rooms Sweet. in between camps. And these kids, these campers, leave like all kinds of amazing crap in the dorm rooms. Oh, uh, what did he get? What did he get, dude? He got a uh, a PS4 controller, it might need oh. an and he got like a Minecraft flag, like a wall hanging of, of some dude, kind. So
1: that's awesome, man. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, he's he's pretty stoked, man. That is legit. Um,
1: so yeah, if we were to
0: antique. Here's the thing about antique stores. They yeah, yeah. can't be too high-end, right? If they're too curated okay. and too high-end, that means they're, they're they're too expensive and they're inaccessible for guys like us, right? So that's off sure. the table. Now, I also really don't want them to be too seedy. Like, if they're too seedy and they're just like a huge flea market and it's a whole bunch of crap and like a barn or whatever and there's no rhyme or reason to it, Yeah, that can be good in that you can right. find like amazing deals and stuff, but it can also be really hard to navigate. Okay. Um, so this this place in Holland, and actually I've done some spectacular antiquing um, in Bay City, Michigan with our mutual friend Zachary Bartles. So yeah. Zach and I had this, um, this kind of circuit that we would run in Bay City. We'd go to Timothy's Fine Tobaccos. Um, we'd enjoy a couple of cigars. And then we would hit kind of like the antique trail in Bay City. And uh, they had some some shops that fell into this perfect wheelhouse of like, you know, good, but not too good. Um, but organized rhyme and reason. So for me, I'm looking for right now, either like mid century furniture, mid century, like cigar paraphernalia or sports crap, like sports crap of any kind, like football stuff specifically. So jerseys, cards, magazines, books, um, I'm a collector of like any kind of football literature. So yeah. I've got a huge library of like, of like football, nonfiction, fiction, the whole thing. So okay. um, that's what I'm All looking right. for. Uh, I used to be in a vinyl record phase. Like I, and if I run across, even to this day, if I run across like an intriguing vinyl, I'll, I'll pull
1: the trigger on it. Okay. Yeah. Neat. Y- yeah, yeah. Well, it, yeah, definitely. I think, I think I'll, I'll, I'll have to reserve judgment on antiquing until I think I've done it well. Yeah. Dude,
0: it you gotta experience it. It includes like I realize I sound like a middle aged mom here. Like like getting getting a coffee is part of it. So like Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. it's it's a very like comprehensive
1: You have to make, you have to make a day of it. You make a day of it. It's very it's a
0: very <laughs> middle aged mom experience. We're getting a little coffee, we're doing some antiquing, we're gonna maybe- head...
1: Head to Olive Garden afterward. Head amazing. to Olive Garden get to get that salad and
0: soup deal. You know, it's it's a good time.
1: Yeah. Okay. All right. Hey, you know what? I'm in. I'm yeah. in. I will. I will definitely try it. Um, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I'll have to see if there's any not too high high end out here because I have a feeling. Dude, I bet
0: you get some mad at- antiquing out there. I bet you do. If, if uh, you're if you're actually antiquing and you run across like a a Bosworth era, like any Bosworth era Seahawks stuff, I would go bananas for. Okay. Um, All right. So yeah, just text me pictures.
1: Okay. I definitely will. I definitely yeah. will. Well, Ted, before before we sign off for today, man, um, I wanted you to. Well, you know what? Should we do. How about this? How about yep. this? How about. Because we're, we're coming up to the end of the app. Yeah. How about we take a next step and you yeah. can tell us about camp? Tell us how camp went. Because you've been gone for the last two weeks. Yeah, dude. And tell us. I'm sure you got stories. Yeah. Uh, camp stories always happen. Yep. Uh, and then next time, <laughs> um, um, one of these. <laughs> yeah, see, you just thought of one. I'm dude, sure. Dude, I have an
0: epic yeah. camp story involving <laughs> a professional wrestling promotional video we shot. And oh, yes. a purple like jumpsuit that I was wearing. That is um, fantastic. It's spectacular. I'll I'll I'm, send you videos off the air. And then yeah, we devote the whole next app to camp. I want to hear about Andy. your first John stuff. I have a preaching question that I want to run by you, so okay. we'll uh, we'll enjoy that.
1: We'll make it happen, man. We'll make it happen. Well, before right. we get out of here, man, we're gonna do a quick cluck or suck. Yeah. It's summertime. People are going out to ice cream parlors mm-hmm. and the quintessential ice cream parlor. Uh, treat, yeah. The banana split. Interesting, yeah. Cluck, cluck or suck. suck.
0: See, I, I'm gonna say cluck because okay. I like bananas. I like hot fudge sauce. I like ice cream. I like all the parts, right? Okay. I well, even have, liked, you, have you never had one before? Oh no, I've had one. I've had. Oh, okay. One. okay. 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 And That's I've wonderful. even liked the experience of having it. But here's here's what colors it for me. My uh-huh. wife is like okay. adamantly anti-banana. She hates bananas. Really, she hates the smell of bananas, the sight of bananas. Like, she's anti-bananas. So, like, I'm, I'm not getting a banana split if I'm with her, just out of respect for her. You know what I'm saying? Okay.
1: So she won't even sit at the same table with a banana. I mean, she would, but she
0: would, she would make a couple of snide comments, probably. (laughs) Got it. (laughs) But no, I I, theoretically (laughs) that clock. Where are you at on them?
1: Uh, I have. I can honestly say I've not had a banana split for probably no. Probably fifteen, maybe twenty years yeah why like, why why I, would I was you say child. that is yeah i I don't know, it was just something about like i I'm not a big banana guy either yeah um i i've just i've never i never have been, and I sure. think just adding it to to the ice cream yeah it it just it it doesn't make the banana <laughs> better, it just seems yeah. to make the ice cream worse.
0: I, I I hear that I respect it yeah. I understand that. I think part of this too Josh is that Plus like,
1: I have to eat bananas with a knife. It's yeah. Like, yeah.
0: Oh yeah. interesting you're that, a cut up guy. To... You got yeah, to cut it up. Yeah, definitely. 100%. Um, yeah. So these ice cream places have gotten so good and so <laughs> so elaborate that um <laughs> that like there's too many other options. You know what I right. mean? Right. Um, right. there's there just are. too many more interesting I'm not going to
1: go with that. the banana split when I have like like a good cookies and cream. Yeah. Or like or like you know some like like chocolate chocolate caramel or something like that. It's just yeah. it's going to be low. If somebody gives me a banana split, I'll yeah. eat it. But yeah. it, I'm usually not going out of my way to order it,
0: dude. What's the ice cream scene out like out by you? Is it is it like two hipster it's, by half or it's, like?
1: So yeah, we, we have both. Like we've yeah. got we've got just kind of the standard run of the mill like ice cream shops, right? Yeah. But then there's one in in uh, this place in Snohomish, mm-hmm. same place the uh, the the uh, vinegar place, uh, yeah. vinegar place. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I was going for, and quintessentially uh, as well, lots of antiques. In in the tiny town of Snohomish, yeah. the one street there's at least yeah. three antique shops. Yeah. But they have this; they have a an ice cream shop. They're called J- Juniper and something. I forget yeah. what, the, what yeah. it is. They give you these cones. My wife go, my wife loves it. It's yeah. a little it's a little foo for me. Yeah, like they, they okay. It's the place where you get you get like. The fancy ice cream and the fancy cone with like honeycomb on top of it.
0: Right, right, yeah.
1: You know, and it's just like, and and then by the time you're done with the honeycomb, it's all dripping down. It's just yeah. It's or You get too, like like,
0: <laughs> like bourbon bacon gouda ice cream, yes. or like yeah. you know avocado toast ice cream, or whatever. It's, right, yeah, right. Just too right, creative, right?
1: That. Right. And they've got the they've got like the big pitcher of water yeah. behind you, but it's always warm. Like oh, they yeah. just refuse to put ice in it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I just absolutely. drives me insane. It's like, yeah. why? It's it's 90 flipping degrees out here. Why is there no ice in your water?
0: Yeah. Hipster ice cream, man. That's the experience. Uh, yeah, we it is. We have similar places. Snohomish sounds a lot like Franklin, Tennessee, which I call I, I call Franklin White Disney. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's like the the Nashville hipster kind of capital of the world. But you're looking yeah. at a lot of the same stuff there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If you ever end up coming to the PNW, I'm going to take mm-hmm. you to I'm going to take you to Snohomish. You yeah. can you can I would love to hear your, your critiques and your comparisons between Snohomish antiques and yeah. antiques where you're up. Oh, that would be interesting. Yeah. yeah. I,
0: I would love to antique anywhere. I'm, I'm down to do that. Yeah. So
1: we could do a, we could do an episode in an antique shop. That would be fun, dude.
0: That would be fun. Like yeah. you know, on location radio. I like that. Or right. remote.
1: Yes, hundred yeah. percent. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, you know what you can do. You can head on over to all the socials. Give us a like. Give us a follow. We appreciate the reviews, the five star reviews. Give us a little paragraph how you found the podcast, why you like it. Be on the lookout for Cluck Live at the Venetian 2023. This is still going to happen. I think yeah. it's building up steam, and we're gonna make we're gonna make it happen. If you want uh, Cluck to MC an event, whether it be a birthday party, a wedding, a corporate gathering. Uh, there's not much that we won't do. Although, bar mitzvah, I'm sure that, uh, bar yeah. mitzvah, absolutely, <laughs> yes, <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah. Uh, just, just, just shoot us a line. We will be there. It'll be amazing. You can check out the Cluck official soundtrack on Spotify and Apple Music. We appreciate you guys listening. We'll catch you on the next episode of Cluck. There you go. Hey guys, it's Josh. I just want to take a second to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us on the Cluck Podcast. If you head on over to LifeAudio.com, you'll find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and more. Head on over to LifeAudio.com to check out more podcasts. Thanks for listening. Mom, Dad, you should shop Amazon for back to school and save some money. See, I'm currently obsessed with superheroes and need all the superhero stuff. Superhero lunchbox, superhero backpack. But next year, it'll be something else. Maybe dinosaurs? I don't know. I'm not a fortune teller. But I can tell you not to spend a fortune and shop low prices for school on Amazon. Okay, good chat. Amazon, spend less, smile more.